Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. So uh, we're, we're we're barreling towards summertime. Uh, that's that's kind of nice. Um, but then theoretically, also, I forget how that works. Yeah, yeah, and and I just realized once I said that that you know I I I, li- I live in a place where the temperature is going to get into the nineties and. Well, shit! Isn't that a treat? <laughs> and we live in a place where the temperatures only exceeded seventy twice, I think, all year. <laughs> that is a wild way to live, uh, but but in a way that is both kind of fitting and crazy. This this hot time of year uh, means finding more uh, more time, more reasons, more excuses to be outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pierce, I, you are in a pretty enviable position out of the the four of us, in that you can spend some of that time in your backyard. Yes, um, I I have invested in the the last real tax shelter that exists. Um, uh, buddy, trust me. <laughs> no, you have not. <laughs> I was no, told, you, you know, not. who actually said that to me was was a person who is very, a, very a person high who up. is not a creative thinker. Um, well, it's, you say that it's it's actually a tax lawyer that's actually who told that to me <laughs> for for like uh, an accounting uh, accounting firm. So they're the ones who said that to me. But um, I know there are others, but I I need to have like nine zeros after you know whatever. But yeah, so I mean, I I have a a deck now. And Ooh. you know, in a backyard, um, and and I kind of thought about this because I've gone through how to use it. Like you have to get out there and you have to sit down, and that's kind of you know furniture of some sort. That's kind of assumed, and I think to a great extent, there's um, you need a grill is can be had pretty inexpensively, and it's kind of assumed. Which grills are great. We'll have to talk about that at a different point, but. But then you get into stuff like when I showed a picture of the deck. I, Max, what was your initial reaction to that? Uh, <laughs> where are you going to put your hot tub? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that was was there, it. There was a TV in the picture. To be fair to me, that yeah, that yeah, the that, normal the normal response to seeing that picture would have been, oh shit, there's a TV in your backyard. That's cool. Yeah, you know, and not that I need to explain myself, but the TV was came with it, and also we know that TVs can be had pretty pretty inexpensive. Sure, not that I not that I would have done it, which is kind of the point of of what we're getting into. But Max, you mentioned a hot tub, which is really interesting because it had me thinking about, you know, more why would I why would I or would I not want a hot tub, but. Maybe more than that, as as we started discussing it, there's this next level of luxury, more expensive type items that people feel compelled to put in their backyard, and and maybe there's a hierarchy of these items. Yes, Max. Well, I don't, I don't 
I just want to say right off the bat that I don't think it's necessarily luxury or high end. I think it's just any novelty item. Because you okay. even mentioned putting, I think, a horseshoe pit in your backyard. Oh, which would yeah. not be expensive, but it's but it still <laughs> it's, fits in this category we we're talking about, which is like it's still different. It's unique. It's it's a novelty item. It's a special. It's it it um, allows for a specialized activity that we associate with the backyard, and and frequently. Yeah. And, and they I'll are... be there in about a month, and I expect some some good horseshoe games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to mow the yard first. That that that's that's a long term project, but. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, a hot tub is one we think about. Kevin, you also mentioned a, another item. I mentioned a grill, but you mentioned something different, really speaking to, I think, uh, the specialized activity. Um, well, I kind of mentioned two things loosely. One of them was just a, a bigger hot tub, which is a like a grounded pool. Yeah. Um, but then there's also things that are adjacent to the grill, such as a, a smoker mm-hmm. um, and, yeah. I think at one point I had a sort of vision in my head of, of this was going to be some sort of battle royale where we all, uh, where we each would bring sort of one, one proposal to the table as like the ultimate backyard novelty. Uh, but uh, it seems like we're not going in that direction. So I, I, I will say that if that's what we had been doing, uh, what I would have posited is that the only reasonable answer is a swimming pool. Um, it's, it gives you the the water aspect of a hot tub, but it's something that is designed for the kind of weather where you want to spend time in your backyard. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like a nexus of activities. You have people over specifically to, you know, to hang out in or even just around the pool in a way that I don't know that you always would with a hot tub. I don't know. Are you maxed for the the hot tub connoisseur of the group? Are you like, are you envisioning a future where you're having frequent hot tub parties? Like, do you think you're going to be living the life from Anchorman? I I don't know about those that 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 verges on swinger parties. I think um, not necessarily. Verges. But I, think I think it dives they right are in. Are and they connect directly. Um, I, I I don't necessarily oppose it. I mean, I I like the idea of entertaining, and I think that. I think they're very different. I'm picturing a, a hot, I mean, a pool can be in, you know, a summer backyard in Atlanta that makes a lot of sense, but I can picture a hot tub in a backyard if you live somewhere colder or in the mountains or, you know, you finish a day of skiing and it's nice to have a hot tub. So they, they are, they're different, but there's also overlap. It would be lovely to have a pool and a hot tub in Pierce's backyard. Um, to your point, I, a hot tub can't really comfortably accommodate more than four adults. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, we've all fit way more people in hot tubs, but let's be honest. Like if you're inviting people over to your home four is probably the max. And I also think there's, there's probably some question marks there around who you're inviting over. If you're having like a couple over for a dinner party and you go in the hot tub afterwards, you are kind of nearing potentially that line. I mean, I, yeah, I don't there's, think it's there's weird, a clear there's, implication. There's a, maybe a con. There's an, yeah, <laughs> it's an implication. Cause we'll be out on the boat. Yeah. Anytime you invite someone over with the with the implication that they should change clothes while they're at your house, that's that gets into kind of a weird territory. <laughs> so, but, so does the pool not imply that the pool is like, oh, we can just hang out by the pool, and if you want to yes. swim, you can put your hot your put put your bathing suit on. But it would be weird. It's not weird if one person's swimming and three people are sitting by the pool, but it is weird if one person's sitting in the hot tub and three people are sitting <laughs> next to them. 
yes right? and no. I, I think I think what it is, it's all about like what the intended purpose of the the gathering is because if you tell people in advance we're gonna hang out by the pool there's like the implication on the front end is well we might get in the pool at some point so i might want to just like i might want to go in a bathing suit um but there's there's another thing about hot tubs which is interestingly i i think is probably one of the big selling points for you max uh which is that it's hot it's it's warm it's warm bubbly water and i just i'm not i'm obviously not trying to move you off of your love for hot tubs like that wouldn't work if that's what i were trying to do but i just want to make sure that you at least are aware that like what you're doing is you're making people soup you're 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 boiling people in a pot it's just that that pot is outside yeah I mean, you're kind of just describing a hot tub. You're not really boiling. You're like 100 degrees shy of boiling. Fine, you're simmering. Hopefully at least 107 degrees shy of boiling. Um, You're going for a light simmer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that you're 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 right. I don't. Is that a negative? I don't don't understand. Is it not? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, I I think, I you know, we we have put this connotation on the hot tub that it's that's kind of. risque in some ways and in whatever but i mean if you if you're just if you have it for you not necessarily invite people over i think a pool party inviting people over to your pool is is obviously not as intimate i mean it can be we've all seen those you know movies of that ilk but like the idea is a pool party is big you you bring out the grill there are a lot of people involved whereas a hot tub is it's it is obviously intimate but to that point um i think it can be very rewarding on a personal level because um you know it can be therapeutic and you can have quiet moments it's it's a tub that you can share with people and you can enjoy your outdoor space um really any time of year that's another thing you can have with the pool and i would say that's pro for the hot tub but you can always go out there and and relax and have other people and also if you have children you don't really have to worry about their safety as much all the time so there are some positives to a hot tub whereas a pool and honestly a smoker to to an extent are are kind of inherently more dangerous items you look concerned sean oh well, i'm just saying i would say that you you trade you trade some of the more dire risks of of, of your children getting into the pool for essentially a guarantee that they will have many ear infections because kids love to put their head under the water in hot tubs which is something you kind of are not supposed to do yeah i so i i kind of feel the opposite with a lot of these uh luxury backyard items which was when i was a kid i would i i'm I'm assuming you guys had the same experience where there were like one or two of your neighbors or family friends and like they had the cool backyard stuff and like you Mm -hmm. would go over to their place like oh this one has the pool this one has like the tiki torches with the hot tub and like the the um they have the fun parties and (laughs) and now as i like look at these things if i'm trying to consider would i want this in my backyard all i can see is like it's a lot of work it's expensive and like it i don't think it is the only purpose of it is if you are the person who wants to be the one having the parties like if you just want it for yourself it's not it's so much work and even though you offset it by saying i can go out to the backyard and get in the hot tub it's so much more upkeep than mm. just going somewhere where there's a hot tub 
Well, and to that point, Kevin, you mentioned the smoker, which is I I didn't I didn't really think about it, but I looked at the different grill types and everything. And when you get a smoker, it it's a more involved thing. Um, frequently, they're much more expensive. But also, that's one of those things where it has to be a production to do it. And and you kind of want people over because that's of the three that we've listed. It's the only one where like, hey, come over and see how skilled I am on this thing that that I have. This three thousand pound piece of ceramic. You don't want to come over and watch me do laps on my Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, I, I I I do not. So I mean, that's I think a really good point, Kevin. Is we've laid out these three, and I'm I'm hard pressed to think of something that is is um, less upkeep in that you can enjoy all all the time. I mean, if you have, <clears throat> I mean, even if you were like, screw that, I'm going to have a really nice, um, you know, kind of path area that's, you know, a, a nice garden or something that I enjoy walking through. And even something that is kind of low impact, you don't have to upkeep a lot. That is still something that you're going to worry about all the time because you're like, oh, when is frost going to be? I need to water it. Water seems to be a theme here of something that is just going to eat money away from you continuously. Um, and, you know, I think that's that's probably the challenge of any of these uh, specialized activity outdoor items because if you are investing in one, you kind of say, I expect to show this off or make an effort to use it all the time. And that's probably some of my uh, unrealized hesitation to doing this. Like I'm okay with like furniture in a grill because those are assumed things. It's like, you know, it's like, I don't have to have a dishwasher, but like, it's not a luxury if you have a dishwasher at, at this point in the 21st century. Yeah. And, and, a slip and slide was also mentioned as one thing and i don't know that that counts as one of these because like that's something that you get out when you need it like it doesn't have the upkeep like something even something like a horseshoe pit or whatever you have to like get sand you have to like get all this stuff that you wouldn't like otherwise be getting for this like one activity yeah there's a very clear connotation here that that whatever item we're talking about is something that is either like literally fixed or is, you know, in the case of something like a smoker, is technically portable, but it's not like you're really moving it around a lot. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. a slip and slide is something you keep rolled up in a shed and then mm-hmm. get it out when the neighborhood kids are coming over to, to slip and slide in the backyard. But I, I, I think... I mean, I think... I, I'm coming at this from the point of view of, of someone who is still a renter and is certainly in a position where I'm going to still be a renter for more than the foreseeable future. Uh, but I, I don't know to, to me, like th- that whole thing of like, you know, having people over and, and entertaining your house is like half the reason to have a house. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that, that is a, a really good point. And, and I think that, you know the the thought too is that you it's it's kind of funny to have people over and then it's like all right i'm gonna put you outside like that's that's how i'm gonna entertain you i'm going to entertain you outside which is totally totally fine but um you know the irony is we also spend so much being like oh i got these you know i have this dining room table which we've talked about before very briefly we'll sit here and then we're gonna go out to the hot tub or or whatever um so i mean that's 
that's a good point too and and i think the the interesting thing even uh even with pools and everything this is we we sort of attach this term of luxury to it but like a lot of people have pools all over all over the spectrum or or hot tubs as as we talked about that you can you can get a hot tub pretty affordably and so this is like across the board people are like i want to entertain people and the way that i'm going to do it is 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 out is outside and and that's an interesting uh development so i think maybe we're we're glossing over the fact pierce that that one of the the things that we've talked about that you already have access to might be a perfect middle ground in that you have a a back deck tv viewing area which is is something that could be made great use of in a social gathering context but Mm -hmm. is also just like if the weather is nice it's arguably an improvement on sitting inside on your couch watching tv and it's it can be something that is easily purely for you yeah that's that is a good point um you know the the holes that i would poke in it is um you know if you want to do anything here outside um you have to fight off uh one of the apex predator of humans which is the mosquito um and and there's there's not much you can i mean there's plenty you can do about that but you will also kill all the bees and there won't be any flowers and we'll all die um so it's you, you I, adopted I, the darkness i was born into it <laughs> um i that's this is a good point, but the thing about the TV, even though it came with the house and, and with all of these, is kind of the unspoken thing and why the pool is maybe the best one is that ultimately these these entities have value. So whatever you add on to it, um, I think that there's some consideration with that. With the smoker, you're taking that with you, even if it's a billion pounds. A hot tub is maybe not something you put on your listing because people will go, you what happened in that hot tub so i mean to come back around to it uh as as i also dealt with getting some quotes for for fences recently which that'll make you upset real quick um is that like the other thing is is like you have the house most people aren't going to like add on to the house in a measurable way but if you put something in the backyard or, or the front yard um that is staying there all of a sudden you have something that you enjoy and um you know it's created value for you so so it, it really is quite quite the gift and and that's also what i've thought about with all of this is like a smoker's really cool that'd be fun but like when does it get back to to me and not just in the entertainment value but well it gives back to you immediately in the in the value of smoked meats but i just could you imagine a front yard hot tub and what like a weird and aggressive power move that would be to pull in your neighborhood. Uh, I mean, if you put up the right fence. Yes, Kevin. I was just saying, I feel like if you're in a situation where you would do that, you probably live in a place where you have a neighbor that has already done it. And yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hot tub I just in the think, cul-de-sac, I, you know, I think with any of this and, and why I, I thought of Max most with it is that I know that you have an affinity for a hot tub and people who get excited for pools usually have kids that they want to learn to swim or they know like swimming and have a lot of friends who want to do that. So, I mean, I think with, with any of these, I at this point have not realized what the thing that speaks to me is. 
Um, and it's easy to look at people and be like, what a, you know, what a loser you get a hot tub or whatever. But, um, I don't, I don't think it is as ridiculous as, as other people might. Um, the people who have like the pizza ovens in their backyard. I think that's really cool. That is a thing that you can't move. You, (laughs) you cement it in there. Um, or, or even like the people who get the built-in grills with the, the, like, uh, the natural gas line built in. Which is like I already am like, oh, maybe I should have gotten maybe I should have figured out a way to, to do that. Um, I think that ultimately the the best thing you can probably do is get the thing that speaks to you and when you see the deck, you immediately go, that's what it is. Um, and so I appreciate that Max, you had that reaction. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I describe anyone a, a loser who had, any of the things you mentioned honestly yeah uh it's just a balance of what of what i didn't call you a loser i said someone could call you a loser (laughs) i I would just be i would be very suspicious of of the pizza thing just because like i'd be like that's awesome and i hope that you like have so much money that this doesn't even matter to you but like there's no way you use this pizza oven enough to like justify the fact that you did it whereas the grill thing most people grill a lot so you know we'll probably get the use out of it i think i think the justification thing is interesting though because that leads to a conversation around justification and the amount of use balanced with the time and cost of maintenance i think Mm -hmm. because if you put in a horseshoe pit and you don't use it very often but the maintenance is minimal it's kind of fine if you have the space for it, right? There's a balance of space, time, and, and money. Whereas a hot tub, unfortunately, there, there's a balance here because hot tubs are fairly expensive to install, a nice one. But then they're they're fairly expensive to upkeep as well because you're paying for monthly electricity to keep it hot. If you want to use it, you're keeping it close to temp because you're going to want to keep it within four or five degrees of of the temperature you want to get in at if you want to use it, you know, within a a couple hours of deciding you want to use it. Um, And that can get expensive. So you're talking, you know, potentially another up to, depending on where you live, another one or $200 on your, on your monthly electric bill, maybe. I mean, okay. That that's the extreme. If you put like an inflatable one in Colorado, maybe Um, hopefully it wouldn't be that much. The well insulated ones, even in cold areas, maybe 10 or 15 a month in electric, but you're, you're paying for that. You're paying for chlorine. You're, if you're having guests over, you probably want to maintain it. So there's a there's a calculus there. I mean, I, I'm making it almost sound worse, but in my head, like, I, I think I would want to use a hot tub. I mean, I think I'd want to use one every day. I think that changes when you actually have something. I have friends mm-hmm. who literally have a hot tub, and, and they've, you know, they don't use it as much as they did when they first got it because, oh, it's always there, and you're always, your brain is on to the next thing. But I think with all these things, it's like that balance of, you know, how often do you need to use it or for how much time do you need to use it to make it worth the space, time, and, and money? Yeah, and 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 as always, those things are, are also a, a sliding scale. It's not, we're not talking about objective values here because, you know, if you're, like, if you're willing to spend whatever it takes to upkeep the hot tub and the the optimal amount that you actually want to use it is like twice a week and you use it twice a week great go crazy live your life yeah but you should if you have a smoker you should smoke meat 
as frequently as possible because it's delicious. But that takes a lot of time, too. Serious time commitment to, to smoking meats. I think I'll just aim to live close to Max, and then, like, <laughs> I'll... I'll bring some beer over, and he can do uh, he can do all that stuff. That's a great idea. I'll be, Come over I'll be the leech. Some hot tub time, some smoked brisket. Oh, you could probably sous vide in the hot tub. That sounds like my nightmare. Because if you can <laughs> oh, sous during, during, during a steak, you're sous vide yourself. Can you make an egg salad? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, that's there's uh, a reason I talked about making people soup earlier. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're doing. But look, if that's what you like to do, that's great. Go for it. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be doing any of these anytime soon. But you know, if something if something starts to speak to me, uh, I, I guess I will. I, I mean, I have to to make the, the. There are a lot of things between between here here and there. Um, in in the meantime, uh, I'm I'm just going to continue to sit inside to watch TV because I can actually control the light and the temperature a lot better <laughs> i think deck, fur- deck furniture is like an 80 percent solution if you can you have a, a deck to sit on you're doing fine yeah yeah that's that's you're living the life bud you could consider a screened in area that would that would keep out I, I, I was this is a this is a conversation for a different time a screened in porch is something that i definitely want in the future because i think they're really cool and and it becomes an extra room for for much of the year so um listen to us on our other podcast screened in porches this afternoon um (laughs) and and we'll get into that all right well uh now that now that we've talked about backyard luxury novelty items uh let's let's talk about the things that pierce is sorry for so what what are you apologizing for today so speaking of of I guess semi luxurious uh, things that that kind of come with with your abode, um, I have a fridge that that I think was was put in by the the previous owners, and uh, I only saw them at our closing. And the first thing they they told us about was explaining how the fridge worked, which you're like. That's really silly um, because that is a K cup dispenser, which I don't I don't use, but I've I've used it for for a, a guest. Um, it's a it's a weird thing. That's not the part of the fridge that I'm apologizing for. What I'm saying is that, um, and I already ran into this this weekend. Um, I have been ruined by my fridge. So if I come over to your your abode or or someone else's, or in this case, I was in a rental property this past weekend. Um, I will spill water on your floor accidentally because I have this water bottle, which is a, a, a bottle um, that is opaque. Um, and what my, and I know that it's about 20 ounces in size. Well, my current fridge has a little thing on it when you put, put wa- uh, a water bottle underneath it and it tells you how many ounces of water <laughs> are going in. So I uh, have had some spill issues <laughs> accordingly. You son of a bitch. Okay, okay. Next week you need to apologize for assuming that all of us are fancy enough to have fridges that dispense water. You asshole. Yeah. My fridge, I would say, is maybe two-thirds size and doesn't have a light in it. Like I said, you know, this is like attacking me for the TV outside. The fridge doesn't have a light? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, like I, I said, food in 
the dark. <laughs> I don't. I turn the fucking light on. Next week in we'll luxury see. items that we need in our homes. Yeah, a light bulb in the refrigerator. This is my fridge flashlight. <laughs> Listen, I didn't. I didn't choose it like the TV outside, or if you buy a house that already had a hot and tub, it, and, and it, it was dispenses K cup like cold K cups. Why would you want your K cups to be cold? Or is no, this no, no, it, the wa- no, the water, the water heats up through the fridge. It's cr- it's crazy. Christ, and the coffee oh, so still the, tastes the, terrible. The fridge has a Keurig built into it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> it was not my purchase. I would have never purchased this fridge. I looked up fridges and how much they, they normally like go for and what you want in one. This has other bells and whistles that I just figured out how to access the, the ice dispenser today. And yet you've already described yourself as essentially living in a world where you can't live without that fridge. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is this is how this is how that works. This is it's like having a TV in your bedroom, which I've never had because it would just ruin me. Um, so, uh, you know, watch out, watch out for what you inherit. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Uh, well, well, let's, uh, let's try to come back from that and, and, and close the show, uh, as we do with a, a big idea from, uh, pop culture. And, uh, I guess, well, it's sort of, it's sort of relevant in a world where, uh, Elon Musk has just hosted Saturday Night Live, uh, and and I, I listened to uh, a, an episode of the Dan Lebitard podcast where they the older main hosts and the younger production crew kind of got into a bit of an argument, uh, you know, over whether people were who were upset about Elon Musk hosting SNL were were treating saturday night live like it's some sort of comedy church uh when when really it's just a question of whether or not you know uh, being being a, a you know a prominent businessman is something that uh that qualifies you to host a sketch comedy show um but but i digress uh because anyway the the reason i, I mentioned that is to to say that one of the reasons uh that that Elon Musk sort of occupies his his current position in society and, and in terms of the way that he is perceived is that he is one of the very, um, very loud uh, proponents of cryptocurrencies. And I saw a, a headline... Uh, just before we started recording about a football player who uh, asked the his his employer uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to convert his salary to Bitcoin and whatever the you know the three Bitcoin enthusiasts who are uh, listening to this podcast right now are super jazzed up because it's a, a sign that that crypto is is being normalized and it truly is the wave of the future and it's going to disrupt the entire uh not just american financial system but all global currency and to them i say fuck you the chiefs cut him because he did that (laughs) the world is good amen Uh, can you buy more can you buy more smokers or pools with a crypto the answer How many is cryptos in a smoker? None of the above. It's not real. 
Yeah, I don't think uh, Norm, the 65-year-old pool installer, is going to be accepting crypto anytime soon. <laughs> no! Of course he's not, because there's no reason for him to. Ah! You're not going to be able to go to GameStop and buy a video game with GameStop stock. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, you can buy four video games. Oh, but uh, anyway, I, I just, I, I haven't really done a whole lot of immersing in, in new pop culture. I've been pretty slammed at work the last week, but I, I saw that and it made me smile. So I, I, I wanted to share that. Not like, not that someone losing their job is something that makes me smile, but the circuit, like when the circumstances in which they lose their job are those circumstances. Oh boy. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, I look forward to the first lawsuit where someone says that a preference for crypto is a protected class and they should be uh <laughs> they shouldn't be fired because of that. Oh no. Anyways, Oh that, no, I've that's... seen I've seen the dark future, which means we need to we need to wrap this up so I can yeah, go yeah. I can go sit in my shower and cry. So uh that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to the podcast feed on your device and podcast app of choice. If you do that, please do us one favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye.